Congratulations. You've made an excellent life choice today. You're displaying strong character and good taste in tuning into this infotainment web zone. We're poorly informed, highly opinionated, and hold no topic off limits. This is Idiots Discuss the Universe. Checky, checky. Oh, look at one yeehaw and two yeehaws because we're back. We're back in action, folks. Yes, idiots discuss the universe, and we're doing our bi monthly (laughs) podcast now. Yeah, which is still better than fucking a lot of the fuckers. Well, you you just can't kill us, is the thing about it. You can, you can, you can, you can can kidnap one of us, maybe, and you can stick one of us in the basement. Yeah, you know, we might die on our own, but But you're you're not not gonna gonna do it. No, that's right. No, no, even if if we're either stranded in the desert or if we're missing an organ or two, we're still gonna manage to do it. Fucking. Yeah, push the push the fucking crypt top over out of the way and just kind of creep the up. Crypt. And, you know. Oh, the crypt top. Yeah. Crypt top. <laughs> what do they call the crypt? crypt the crypt lid. <laughs> well, I just I thought immediately of the band Cryptopsy. Um, oh, is that how you say it, Cryptopsy? Yeah. What did you think it was? I don't know what I thought. It doesn't sound right. Though. Cryptopsy. I mean. Cryptopsy. Cryptopsy. <laughs> Cryptopsy? Because there's a P in it. Cryptopsy. It's like Cryptopsy. autopsy from a crypt. Yeah. Cryptopsy. Cryptopsy, yeah. That sounds really weird. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I guess that is how you say that. I think. But. I don't know. I've never really heard anyone say it. I guess I've just seen Yeah, it. Cryptopsy. Okay. Cryptopsy. Yeah. What what band? What 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 concert are you thinking about going to? See uh, there? we are gonna go see Nuclear Remains, which is a mm-hmm. which is a top forty pop yep, band. Top forty. They're actually a smooth <laughs> jazz quartet. <laughs> We're gonna no. They're uh they're 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 a young up and coming uh, Arizona death metal band that got signed recently and okay. and uh, yeah they're. They're pretty young, and they're playing little headline shows at the Underground, which is like a 200-cap venue, and okay. yeah, we're going we're gonna to check them out. We're going to... You've not, you, you've not I, seen them before? I feel like I have seen them before, but not in like a full headlining. <laughs> not in a full headlining capacity. I feel like I... You've essentially, you've essentially been them before. Yeah, no, exactly. That's why it's like <laughs> much less seen them. You've actually lived through that actual experience to some I degree. Have. Maybe a little, maybe more trees. But other than more that, more trees, uh, kind of douchier, nerdier riffs. Um, on on whose part? Yours on mine, mine, theirs? of course. Oh, you yeah, know, right, I, course. I had, I was making nerdier riffs because um, that's just what we were into back then. But these guys make just, you know. Um, meathead type shit um yeah that's what's well that's what's in now. that's what the I kids mean, like these days yeah yeah the the sun's setting on any sort of intellectualism in anything for the most part you can sneak it in i think but you gotta mm-hmm. sneak it you know yeah they're gonna resent you though if they see it they well yeah i mean see here's the thing old people won't old people, old people won't. won't but then what i think will happen is uh not necessarily everyone will resent you, but the people you attract, the fans that you attract through like intellectual music are way more likely to turn on you 
if you like fail to meet some sort of intellectual oh, standard sure. whereas like the, right. the like meathead fans if you just keep making that meathead shit it's just gonna be they're gonna love you forever well i mean what happens is like meatheads attract meatheads right and like meatheads i mean everyone's a meathead from like the age of like you know 11 to like 17 yeah. and if and those are also the that period of time those bands that you love in that period of time you love for the rest of your life no matter very what true. no matter how gay they very, are very you know true. like i mean like me and Bauhaus. i mean like they're just you know, the gayest vampires that ever walk mm-hmm. the streets, you know, but for some reason, like, I'm going to love them forever because they were, like, in that period of yeah. time. Whether it's good or whether it's not, you just have, like, that loyalty yeah. to it. And, um, yeah, that's what, that's the great thing about the Grim Salvo and the, um, and Mossback stuff is it seems like your fans are kind of in that, um, you know, young meathead stage, even though it is a little bit more, it's not so meathead music, but you're kind of getting some meatheads that um, are going to be fans for we, a long yeah, time. Yeah, I, I agree. We do have some, some meaty heads in the mix. Um, but a lot of, just a lot of like, just youngins. youngins yeah. Cause I would say a lot of them yeah. are, are pretty like, whatever, like a vegetable head is like a broccoli brain. They're more like the, they're going to get smarter. They're going to get smarter. Yeah, that's true. Most we don't want them. them to, but Most. they will. Yeah, no. Statistically they, speaking, they, they will. They, they have to for the most part. They'll get smarter and more nuanced and more bitter mm. and more discerning. But you've got them now. Once you've got right, them, you've right. got them. You know what I'm saying? Like unless you to become like you know, unless you totally shift gears or something, you know, then you might lose some of yeah. them. You know, but even then, you know, like even like people like you too that like were cool and then they fucked it. Like there are still like people my age that still love the music that they yeah you know, that, that period of music you know one hundred percent no people are people yeah. are gonna listen to it for for some time I think just I mean they're not paying twelve hundred dollars to go see those fuckers at the Vegas Eye but you know dude some that's of them crazy. are crazy somebody paid for it I assume yeah no my best buddy wants to once wanted to go and invited me to go pay and there his whole family's going to go see you too and they're all paying like eight hundred bucks a ticket wow. Like damn and like i don't know i keep telling them like you know they're all old like u2 is really old it's not going to be good yeah i mean the 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 venue is cool you know i think but like i saw like some clips from it and it they're old you know those dudes are those dudes are old they're not gonna it's not you're not going there to see u2 really you're going to look at pretty pictures on the and they don't even really do that much like cool visual stuff with the with the stuff it's like a lot of big like uh just they just put the pictures of adam clayton and bono up on the thing just you know it's like three stories hall it's like bono's head you know which is like just big screens at a normal like whatever yeah it's like being triple triple a concert or whatever going to taylor swift or something you know where they're going to project it because you're 500 yards away from anything that you could see you know so a lot of it is that, and then there'll be some pictures of like a polar bear and some other shit. Who knows? I mean, who knows what else? Right. But you, it'll be but, like you're inside uh, Bono's head, which kind of, yeah. You know, yeah. No, that's a dark. That's a dark place. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone really deserves to be there. 
Yeah, I still don't know really what to think of Bono. I don't know. He really I know he drives you crazy, but like um No, you know, yeah. I'm I'm super um I know that I still need to like do the U2 thing at some point, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um <laughs> I'm really getting from you that you're never going to do I need that. To, I just know that like Joshua Tree, you know, Oh, Joshua Tree's fantastic. Right. War is fantastic. War. Um, I, I personally think Octang Baby and Zuropa are both fantastic albums. Okay, yeah. You know? So, like, the early stuff, yeah, no, I, the- I want to do it. Do you think it would be good if I listened to that for influence for, like, a, a um, you know, new wave sort of influenced album? Actually, I think, like, lyrically, like, Joshua Tree and Rattle and Hum are, like, for the album you're working on now, mm. like as far as like that American desert sort of imagery and all that sort of stuff. I mean, that's kind of what they made those two albums. After. Okay. Like they, they, they made it to the Southwest and they were super inspired. Yeah. And so they wrote like a couple albums, you know, there's some other, there's some horse shit in there for sure, but not on Joshua tree. Really Joshua tree is pretty strong all the way through rattle and hum's got some horse. Okay. Um, but the gems on Rattle and Hum are great. Okay. You know, but they're, yeah, no, I think that, um, man, all, that's all, real, they have on, that's real all they have on Spotify is Joshua Tree, the deluxe and super deluxe. It's, it's a fucking cash grab. Yeah, cash grab. But I think that the deluxe is just, you just want the whatever. It's going to be a bunch of remixes probably. Right, but live. that first 10 songs or whatever, it ends on Exit, I think, is the last song. Mothers of the Disappeared, is that one? Mothers of the Disappeared. Yeah, it ends on Mothers of the Disappeared. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so you just need that first bit. You know, I mean, some of the, some of the B-sides are fantastic for Joshua Tree. Okay. I mean, they were... They were just banging out the classics at that point. You know what I'm saying? Like so, like the B sides of Joshua Tree are better than most of the later stuff that ever came okay. out. You know, they were just on fire. You know, cool. Um, okay, but yeah, you know, I mean, it's really, um, it's really an interesting. They're really an interesting band in a lot of ways. I mean, like that. Um, it is cool to put a bunch of Irish pasty Irish fuckers in the desert. You're gonna get something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then just the way that they, like, took Edge's guitar style and tried to make it into, like, a traditional rock and roll, you mm. know? And that was just never going to really, because I don't think he's capable of really playing, like, any of that stuff. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, he's just someone that's really relied on, like, a lot of technical help. All of his, you know, and he's kind of, like, I don't know, he's really accomplished, but, like, he's not, like, playing very difficult stuff ever. You know what I'm saying? It's all just really produced yeah and it's really interesting kind of how they can get that sound it has that sound but it's definitely not any sort of like traditional um, yeah he's he's a pedal guy he's a pedal guy. he's a pedal guy yeah. that's just you know that is what it is hey is october any good no um, not okay. really so boy no, and i mean the it's first kind, two it's, are not great boy is okay i mean it's soup they're super young and they're super like kind of punky mm. you know those albums it's all okay i mean everything up until like i would say zuropa mm-hmm. is okay you know and then like those couple albums after zuropa there's like one or two songs off of them that are really good and the rest of it's garbage gotcha you know um gotcha but, but yeah no i would um i would stick with like joshua tree and um Octong Baby. Octong Baby's fucking an amazing album. Okay. That's just an amazing album. Um, Unforgettable Fire is pretty great. 
Um, it's not like complete. That doesn't album. That doesn't seem complete. But the heights of Un- Unforgettable Fire are amazing. Okay, cool. Um, that's kind of the height of their Christian bit. Oh, they had a Christian phase, huh? Oh, they were kind of a Christian band to start out with. I mean, like that's kind of how they came across. Is like kind of the first like they were rock first, but Christian second. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, but they were like all the church people love you too. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Mm. Yeah, I guess I can I can see that. Um, and then they totally gave that up at Zuropa. Uh, I mean, at Octon Baby, they kind of like went the other way. And he started dressing up like the devil and different things. And they lost a bunch of their original fans yeah. doing that. But yeah, no, they were seriously like loved by um, by Christians, by, by that, that kind of. And then they lured them all out of it and corrupted them damn remember vertigo that's how i was introduced to you too oh <laughs> it's just it's it's yeah true. that's just i don't know damn i'm sorry how dude. to dismantle yeah, no, an atomic bomb i was just like oh, i was just like oh God. and then like that that one the creepiest cover ever though is that um songs of innocence have you seen the cover of that that's some chimo weirdness no. like songs of innocence it, I think it's what it's called. There's Fox a lot of like, you know, there's definitely some boys. Boys. Yeah, some there's boys of, and some hugging on some naked some, boys. Some and boys, some... but I don't see songs of innocence on here. Hmm. Oh, wait. Yeah, I do. Oh, what the fuck? It's a little gay, huh? Little little chime Yeah. If I remember it right. Yeah. Huh. But that's just horrible. I mean, that's just like I wouldn't like wish that on, yeah, know, anybody to listen to that. That's horrible. Um, that all you can all all that you can't leave behind album was kind of like a greatest hits without being a greatest hits. Do you know what I mean? Like they kind of like took the best parts of their career and kind of like made new songs that sounded just like the old oh, songs. Oh, that's where Beautiful Day is from. Right, and that was like their last one that anybody like you know the radio picked right. up, and they really like enjoyed it and all right. that sort of stuff. And I don't know which is the one that they gave everyone for free on um, iTunes. Oh, uh, that one was later. That was after that about, all this stuff. That had to be in like 2018 yeah. or. I think it was the Ver- was it the Vertigo album? No, the one that had Vertigo in it. No, or the Nuclear Bomb one, maybe. No, that's the Vertigo one. Oh. Um, um, it might have been Songs of that, Innocence. It might have been. Yeah. But um, they they were really soundly hated for that for a long time. Yeah. That was a bad idea. It's just... It was a bad album. You know, it's, right. like, it's not like you're giving away Joshua Tree. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they give away Joshua right. Tree. There have been some angry people because it would have put their memory of their phone over the top. And I understand that sort right. of thing. But at least it's like a pretty darn listenable album. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not garbage. This is just garbage. Yeah. Here's some garbage. And we're just so obviously like fucking corporate now that it's just disgusting. Y- yeah, know? that's just, you know, it's the sad thing about it. When a band gets that big that they're like, all right, we're partners with iTunes now. You yeah. know, you're yeah. like, damn, this yeah. is just not. No, it's like, it's like Rolling Stones. You know, it's like no matter how cool you were you're owned by Coors Light now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Co- when Coors Light is bigger on the poster than the, your name of the band, right. like, something's yeah. wrong, dudes. You well, know? Isn't and, the um, latest Rolling Stones tour sponsored by um, 
to AARP. God, I hope it so. is. I think um, it's pretty funny. <laughs> why are they? Oh, I don't even know. Like, why are they doing? I don't it? know, why man. Do I don't it? know. Nobody likes it anymore. Well, yeah, it's... but it'll still sell out. It'll still sell out everywhere. Yeah, and people will pay five hundred, seven hundred dollars a ticket for Dude. that shit. That's so crazy. Stones. It's um, it's, it is. It's so bad. Have you seen any of them trying to play live recently? I mean, Rolling Stones. Like, they hire people to play in the background that are good, but they are so old, dude. It is done. Damn. It's been done for 15 It's been done for fifteen. Let's years. see. How much are tickets? Okay. You can get them. You can get nosebleeds for 100 bucks. Oh. You can get nosebleeds for 100 bucks, But if you want to sit... Uh, oh, I see. So if you want to sit close, that's where it's going to be like a thousand. Well, eight eight sixty five. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's, Thir- that's so if you want to be, be right in front of Mick, it's going to be thirteen hundred. But like you know, the the general admission floor, you can still get on there for two hundred and thirty bucks. And where, where what um, venue are you looking at? I'm looking at the State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. Okay. Okay. So there's some, you know, there's. So that seats what, like forty thousand, thirty thousand people, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's about right. But they were the first band ever that I remember. Well, I mean, I don't. Michael Jackson Victory Tour was the one that, like, you're paying how much to go see Michael Jackson? Mm. Like, oh my god, you know. And nobody knew that was the last chance that you were going to get to see him. Um, but people, I remember people paying like one hundred and seventy-five dollars a ticket for Michael Jackson and the Jackson 5 right. in like 91. Right, that that's was. a lot. That's a lot, yeah. dude. You know, that's like $1,000 now. Some, something like something, that, yeah. Something like that, maybe not quite that much. But that was ridiculous because like when I saw U2 the first time, it was twenty two fifty. Right. In yeah. like a stadium? I mean, I saw Nirvana. I saw Nirvana for like eighteen fifty. Damn. Plus a service charge. Damn. And I was outraged that it was over. Was 20 this in bucks. a big venue? No, this was in CU Fieldhouse, which set well, it was probably one and a half times the size of like. Um, oh, where did where did I go see you play that place over on Hawthorne, um, the Hawthorne Theater? Oh, yeah. It's like it's like a it's like a gymnasium. It was about the size of a gymnasium. Okay. I would say that it sat probably it, it sat probably if it sat a thousand people, it was amazing. If okay. It did. And I saw them and the Melvins and Screaming Trees, maybe, was the other That's one. That's a cool show. Yeah. No, Melvins were fucking horrible. <laughs> really? They were, I mean, I knew the, Mel, the Melvins were going to be horrible, you know, because they had that reputation of just being fucking horrible right. live. But they were really fucking... I mean, like, you wanted to leave the venue. Damn, really? Night. It was bad. Huh. Because we was, saw the Melvins not too long ago, probably last year. And, uh, yeah, they were... They were sick, yeah. Yeah. No, um, I don't know. Maybe they've cleaned up their act or whatever. But, like, yeah, no, we saw them at a period of time when they're just like, yeah, the only reason the Melvins are touring is because Nirvana loves the Melvins. You know, the, mm. the Kurt Cobain wishes that he could have been a Melvin rather than a Right. Cobain. And, um, yeah, and I think the Melvins were just really deep into drugs at that point or something was something fucked was or going drinking on. or whatever because yeah. they were just fucked up. I mean, it was that, it was that type of bad. That they weren't like a bad band; they were just all fucked up, yeah, I you know, see. and not 
and not doing it right. They'd have to start songs again. Right. You know, because they just couldn't get it. You are know, like, oh, shit, we got to start this again. Sorry, dudes. Yeah. You know. No, they are very fucking weird. It was a mess. They were a mess. But it's kind of what you want. You know, sometimes, and, and, and like you say, like I've heard of show of, of fantastic Melvin yeah. shows, of people have like come back and say, oh, my God, that show's amazing. Yeah. And they are who they are for a reason, right. you know. Um, but they weren't, they weren't who they are for the reason when I saw right. them, you know, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Damn. And I have no recollection of Screaming Trees at all. I mean, just really like. Didn't they have a guy who they, died? Did they? they probably. Have a, they were all big, they were all big fat dudes. Oh, Screaming Trees. So probably. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I probably. Hmm. I mean, everybody had somebody that died in there. Right. I mean, except for Pearl Jam. And they they did, I guess, because they had Mother Love Bone Guy. The last of the butt rockers. Oh, yeah. He died. He was in Pearl yeah. Jam? Well, he was in Mother Love Bone, which is essentially Pearl Jam without, without Eddie. Oh, I see. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't know what you think of that Mother Love Bone album. I don't really know But either. it was like, it was Mother Love Bone, and then they made Hair of the Dog in there, too, somewhere. I don't really know how Eddie Eddie Vedder got in on all of it. He must be a CIA plant of he some variety. He does seem like CIA. Him. Oh yeah. Dave, all Dave of Pearl Grohl. Jam. Dave Grohl for sure. Dude. Dave Grohl CIA for plant. sure plant. Yeah. yeah, they put him in there to try to keep that train on course and move it in the direction that you know what yeah. I'm saying. Well, hey Kurt, I've and, got some songs I wrote. And he's like, these are so special, you need to just do them all by yeah. yourself. There's no one that can do these songs justice other than you. <laughs> and then and he, he radioed back. And to, then he died. Right, no, he radioed back to headquarters being like, it didn't work. It didn't work. Our yeah. CIA brainwashing songs aren't going to work with this guy. We're going We're going with um, We're going with plan B, shotgun. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. I think that that's for sure. Um, yeah, no, I do. I think that that was like kind of what was happening because they saw that like they saw that Seattle music scene was blossoming mm-hmm. because they totally sucked the life out of everything that was happening in Los Angeles right. in New York at that time. So they kind of like branched out and like. There was that first round of, of bands, you know what I'm saying? That like Nir- you'd heard of Nirvana, you've heard of like Screaming Trees and Melvins and all these like really edgy, fucking crazy underground p- post punk t- type of things. Yeah. And then like right as it was turning that corner and becoming like big, like Dave Grohl shows up, Eddie Vedder shows up, all these hmm. you know fucking mouth breather motherfuckers show up, and it all it all becomes super popular. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, but better, I don't know. I mean, uh, kind of like they kind of like we don't want Soundgarden to be the biggest band of this group, so we've got to get somebody. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they ever trusted Cornell very much. Oh, really? Yeah, no, I don't think yeah, so. He got he got CIA'd. He did get CIA'd. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, him and the guy from um, whatever Nickelback was it Nickelback? No, uh, Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they um, they got rid of him too. Yeah. Hey, you know, do you know who Mark Lanigan is? Yeah, he was in Screaming Trees. 
Oh, that's yeah. Okay, so he is a, the big. He does all of his um, acoustic stuff now, though. That's right. He well, does. he's he died, I guess, last year. What? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. I know. Me neither. It says February twenty second, twenty twenty two. It's almost a year yeah. ago. Damn, I had no idea, but I haven't really followed him for a really, really yeah, long time. Yeah, no, me neither. Huh, no, I did kind of know that he was in Screaming Trees, but I I liked some of his solo stuff, like, real Yeah, he's, well. people you know, compare him to, like, the Tom Waits, Leonard Cohen, Nick Cave kind yeah. of people. Yeah. Have you ever played that, like, totally acoustic collection of Modest Mouse songs? I think that that's him. Oh, um, really? Under an, under under the name of another band, he has like a band that he calls huh. that. Um, yeah, interesting. Or am I thinking of somebody? No, else? I mean that, that could totally. Mark. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. Yeah, because Screaming Trees ended at like in ni- early nineties, right? Ninety six. Yeah. And then yeah, they went on, and he he joined some other band, or he started some other band. But it was basically him, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Hmm. I yeah. guess Chris Cornell produced Uncle Anesthesia, which was like their biggest album. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Makes me want to. I remember always wanting to get into Screaming Trees because of the name. I thought that the name was yeah. really cool, but uh, I never could. For whatever reason, I never really could either. Yeah. I don't know. I tried a bunch, and like I even think I bought a couple albums by yeah. them, but it just never really struck me. You know, a lot of that grunge stuff just never really clicked. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It's too. Um, I don't know. Well, it's got to be just right. You know, they can't. If it's right. too off the rails, it's just you know. And I just like. I guess I like stuff that is more with the classical rock sort of under paintings to mm-hmm. it rather than like the sonic youth punk yeah. type of you know like that atmospheric punk thing like i don't know like it's kind of interesting but even like smashing pumpkins and stuff i'm just like why don't we just like you know what i'm saying it's too noise and i don't know i don't know what what it is but it just has not got that long lasting listening um value to me no. you know what i'm saying like i can get really into it for a couple for a little bit but then i'm kind of done yeah you know we're with like soundgarden and um there's some of them soundgarden nirvana that have just held up yeah. you know even pearl jam to some degree has i i still stand by that first album by pearl jam uh you know? yep i'll have to take your word for it <laughs> 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 no, I will have to. I, I will have to stand by that first okay. album by them. But after that, I don't know what to say. Yeah, they turned they turned into something shitty. But they're still going, selling out like crazy. People love them somewhere. Somewhere, people love them. They're like Dave Matthews Band. Like they are. You can't find a fucking fan of them for love nor money. Right. But when those fuckers come to town, they sell out the fucking biggest stadium, no problem. Yeah, I feel like it's people who don't like really even like music, but then they, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's people that don't really like yeah. music. Or they don't really even know what music is. Yeah. You know, they, they know what albums are in rock and stuff, and it's like, oh, this is some rock. We're going to listen to some rock music. Yeah, and some to rock music. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah, yeah. And they're the kind of people that, like, 
they're the kind of people that can listen to the radio and don't realize they're playing the same song every hour on the hour <laughs> right. because like they just don't they just don't hear it the way yeah. that we hear it you know what this i'm saying this is music yeah it's music oh i like this one. Oh, and then an hour later oh i like this yeah. one you know and then it comes in for a second and then it just fades yeah. away you know even before the song's right. over and they're back to whatever they're doing yep. you know they're like um yeah like kind of like an animal I mean, a lot of people are like yeah, animals, mostly. mostly. Mostly animals. Mostly. Yeah. Man, I've been hearing a lot of st- just my YouTube feed. Okay, first of all, did you listen to the Ben Shapiro rap song? Oh, my God. <laughs> now, I just want to say that I'm spitting straight facts. <laughs> Dude, that... Yeah, no, I'm not a big fan of Ben Shapiro <laughs> anymore, you know? Um, and, that, and that really is like even insult to injury well do you know tom mcdonald that's the he's the guy he's the guy with him right and that is just the biggest fucking um (laughs) abortion that ever lived that i've ever seen like what is going on he's made a career off of being like a red-pilled rapper your hairstyle he makes your hairstyle choices seem reasonable (laughs) (laughs) yeah no he's i mean at least he's got like the braids and everything he's got the full-blown oh yeah at least that. Thank, you. <laughs> thank you so much tom mcdonald for that great yeah look. but i mean like i guess it is like reasonably well produced for something so bad you know, yeah like, i i i thought it was going to be worse than it was even though it's fucking <laughs> it's horrible. pretty funny though you don't yeah. think it's like fun I think it's fun in the sense that I guess there's still just a part of me that is just like, yeah, libs, like get owned, you know, which I know I is know. pretty just, gay. No, no, I still love that too, but um, I don't know. Ben Shapiro is just too much of a genocidal maniac for me now. I don't know. Oh, don't as know far why. as the the his his pro Israel <laughs> shit. Yeah, he's. I mean, I mean, being pro-Israel is one thing, but, like, he's really been fucking awful. I mean, like, really awful. Like, Yeah, it's, it's yeah. really, it's hard to, um, it's hard to parse through with, like, I, I dove back in recently with, uh, you know, some of those Lex Friedman podcasts where he, he talked to like an imam recently, you know, Omar mm-hmm. Suleiman or whatever. And, and he had a debate with Ben Shapiro on there, like a separate one with Ben Shapiro and some liberal YouTuber. And yeah, it just makes it so, just as like, a, I mean, a relative derp, like I'm a derp. If we're talking about like the Middle East, like I'm like, I don't know shit. Right. And, and so, and then you get these two people who like their entire life's work is to argue rhetorically, you know, for one side Uh or the other. And you just like put them in front of me and I'm like, huh? I mean, you know, ah, sounds pretty good. And then I hear the other guy talking. (laughs) I'm like, huh? Like, yeah, he's got a point, you know? So I don't. I don't know what to think, really, like, at the end of the day. I mean, they both are, like, with Ben Shapiro, you know, he talks about, like, the stuff he says about it. I'm like, well, it sounds intense, but if that is remotely true, then it's like, yeah, maybe, you know, keep on, whatever, mowing the lawn. Uh, 
but yeah but um, then you hear about the other guy the, the other guy but then i get the sense that he's he kind of is doing a lot of these emotional appeals with the dead children it's always about the dead kids and i'm like i i understand but i guess i just feel like you're kind of pushing this like i don't know it's it's just so abstract to listen to it on a podcast it doesn't hit home either way for me really if i'm being honest yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty um I'm pretty clear in the sense that like I just think that like you shouldn't really like purposely kill innocence. Yeah. You know? Like I and I think that like That's um fair. on either side. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't like that Hamas did that to like the Jews when that happens on that side and I don't like it when the Jews do it to the to um, the Palestinians or Hamas or whatever, like, and um, it's just not okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, you don't respond if you want to be the better party. You don't respond. Um, I mean, you don't you don't like respond to Genghis Khan by being as bad as Genghis Khan because then you have two Genghis Khans. You know what I'm saying? So you're like, nothing ex- nothing excuses like awful behavior. Yeah. You know, it doesn't. Awful behavior does not excuse more awful behavior. That's true. Any adult, any adult will tell you that. You know, so like that's kind of my thing. So like, if you're against like a ceasefire, or you're against like, or if you're in the in the in the like, it's like having a police department that is like, well, if the bank robber takes hostages, we're just going to blow up the entire bank to make sure that we get the robbers. Right. That's not the police officer that you want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I need to call that out. And it really is, if it's not genocide, it is some serious ethnic cleansing going on right now. You know? And um, anybody that supports that shit, like, is not okay as far as I'm concerned. You know? And I'm not going to fucking support their crap. You know? And... um, that puts me at odds with most of the right right now, which is really disappointing, you know, and I'm agreeing with a lot of people I think are awful, you know what I'm right. saying? But like, um, and they do, they appeal, they appeal to emotion on both sides. And, um, yeah, I, and I don't think that if you let Hamas do whatever they wanted to do, it'd be any better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If the sides were reversed, it would be the same thing, but that's again, like it's not okay. Yeah. You know, it's not okay to drop 20, 2,000 town bombs on fucking refugee camps in places that you tell people that it's safe to go. You know, like, it's not okay to dress up like civilians and go into a hospital and shoot people that are in comas because they're in Hamas. I mean, it's <laughs> Damn, not okay. They did those, that. those are fucking, those are fucking war crimes. Yeah. Period. You know what I'm saying? And, like, if you're committing war crimes, I'm not down. Yeah. You know, with that shit. You know, no matter who you are. Right. You know, and, um, yeah, so I mean and that and that really um bums me out, you know, in, in a sense because like I've always respected like I don't know. Both sides kind of, you There's know what just I'm saying? There's so much and fog. I, like how do any of us know who's telling the truth about anything, you know? I don't know. I mean, I just would say that um the video footage of the cities of Gaza 
and like all the dead people that they're showing constantly, um, Gaza, you know, yeah. and like all the men that have been stripped naked and they're out in the street and they're getting fucking executed and shit. Like, that's hard to fake. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, they've killed a lot of, they've killed a lot of UN workers. They've killed a lot of doctors. They've killed a lot of partial, impartial. They've killed more reporters in this war than like all of World War II were killed, you know, already. So like this stuff is verified, you know, in the same sense that like the terrorist attacks on October 7th are verified. Those are horrible fucking things that happened. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, they're horrible things that happen. And it's unexcusable, but like, um, it's 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 not a war. You know what I'm saying? The Gazans don't have like the instruments of war. They have like a terrorist. They have a terrorist organization that's trying to defend their thing, but they have no air force. They have no navy. They have no army. You know, it's civilians. Yeah. You know, for the most part. Right. And maybe there are some bad dudes in there, but like that's like saying we're going to mow the grass and just nuke. Baltimore because there's like 30% criminals in Baltimore you know what I'm right. saying like yeah it's um it's hard to get behind and anybody that's just on this side of the this side of things like Ben Shapiro who um he just seems like a foreign agent to me now mm-hmm. you know I mean he's so like blatantly just towing the line of whatever Israel propaganda is coming out with that it's like I know who's paying your bills, dude, and I know, like, I, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? And I think that this white boy rap shit is kind of a deflection mm-hmm. to, you know, let's have some fun with this. You know, let's try to, like, you know what I'm saying? Here, let's change the topic, or I don't know. Right. I don't know. It's, um, I'm sorry to get so dark on all of it, but yeah. No, I mean, no, I didn't know that you uh, felt strongly about it. Well, like they say, like, you know, this is like what you're doing now is what you would do, like when the Holocaust was going on in World War Two. All, like, that's, this is, all like, that stuff seems like same. just rhetorical to me, though. Like when people say stuff like that, my little my little bing bong flashers go off and I'm like, hmm, like, yes, I see what you're saying. But that sounds like something that you would say to try to convince someone to be on your side out of like, oh, I don't want to be. On the wrong side of no, history, I, I, you know. I mean, I do, I do want you to be on my side in the sense right. that, like, I don't want, I don't want people to be killed needlessly. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I mean, and I think that that's definitely going on in a way that we have not seen, you know, in a long time. Yeah, you know. And I guess part of it that I've been over there, you know, and not not there, but like. In the city where I went to in Turkey, mm-hmm. you know, they did the same thing with the Greeks and the Turks. I mean, they ran the Greeks out of that city and they pushed them into the bay and there were no boats in the bay and they just drowned a good chunk of the fucking population. Damn. You know, that's horrible. Yeah. You know, as much as I love the Turks, like, dude, that's fucking horrible shit and I'm not for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was kind of ethnic, some ethnic cleansing. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, um, they came in and they took over all the old Greek homes. You see them all downtown. You see them like the old Greek churches have been changed into whatever else they've been changed into. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's exactly that shit happens, you know, and it's happening now on a scale that we haven't seen for a really long time. And it's just fucking really too bad, yeah. you know, um, and I'm not under the illusion that like all of the Palestinians are good or all of the Israelis are bad. That's sure, not what's yeah. going on. 
I mean, the, the, the protests in Israel are fucking huge right now. Yeah. I mean, like crazy. You know, people are not all behind that, but the right-wing government that's in that's running Israel right now is um, problematic. Um, yeah, do you think they want, in my eyes. like greater war to break out they want it's lord it's lord of the rings dude that's what they want they got like their um they're trying to bring about the jewish messiah or whatever it is you know they want to build the next temple i mean that's what it's all moving to is to take down the dome of the rock and put the temple the new temple up and greater israel i mean that that's not what everybody in israel wants but that's what the folks that are supporting um netanyahu right are for and all the crazy fucking Christians in America that are also supporting all of it because they're just as fucking crazy for different reasons. Right. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's all a bunch of Lord of the Rings no, stuff. No, I know, but that's why I'm it, just like, it seems like they're and it, and all strangely gonna like this. All of the Abrahamic religions at this point it, are on the same sort of like war path, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no, I absolutely agree with you. And I think that most of us are all like pretty secular. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a good chunk of Israel is pretty secular. And they're like, this is a bunch of Lord of the Rings crap. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of Palestinians are like, this is a bunch of Lord of the Rings crap. But the folks that have the power or there's just enough of a percentage of these fucking crazy fuckers that believe whatever they believe is going to happen. And they're trying to bring about the end of days or whatever they're. You know, that's the Christians are trying to bring around the end of days. The Jews are trying to bring about their Messiah or the next whatever, the next whatever, the golden age for their, when they get the temple back and all that sort of stuff. It's all, it's all mythological. Yeah. You know? I mean, and um, it's hard to dissuade fanatics of like what they've been told forever. Um, yeah, I don't know, and, and and everybody's being held hostage. I mean, all the normal people on both sides are like being killed, and um, their lives are being uprooted, and all that shit for a bunch of goddamn Lord of the Ring nerds, yeah. you know, that can't quite get their fucking act together. Yeah, and that's horrible. You know, that's horrible. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, and then we're just making more of them, right? All this war just makes more of it and perpetuates it for another two or three generations yeah, now. so true. You know. Um, so I don't know. I mean, there's nothing to be done about it. Like, we're heading back into old history. That's, what's, that's what this shows me right now. You know, this, this conflict also shows me that we had, like, a period of, like, new history where, like, international order and, you know, there was some sort of, like, might might didn't make right as much as it once did you know what i'm saying there was more of like oh there might be some more justice or we're gonna like stick up stick up for the little Mm -hmm. guy sometimes more and that kind of thing and we're kind of back now to like i'm just stronger than you so i'm going to do what i want to do right like it like it never really changed in the first place right and it kind of started with russia ukraine and it's definitely being you know turned up a notch with the israeli palestine thing and I think we're going to see a little bit with China and Taiwan. It's just going to be like, it's going to be power, power politics rather than whatever is we've kind of like tried to transition to with like the international globalists. I don't know if it's globalist or whatever, but globalist diplomacy was kind of like the go-to before. And like, I think we're kind of fallen out of that, you know, cause, um, 
Yeah, for a for a wild number of reasons. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and that's and that's also concerning and discerning. Um, but I don't know. Um, you read the Bible, and all of the Bible is basically the Jews going crazy. Right, the Jews going crazy, God getting really angry at them, and then punishing them. Right, you know, like this story that we're going through right now. Like you can just read it again and again and again and again and again and again and again in the Old Testament of like, oh, these, 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 these Jews are into their their whoredom, and now right. God's going to come back and they, He's going to strip their 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 orchards of the, you know, they're going to get punished. Right, you know, and it is like this one. And it's not just the, it's not just the Jews. It's every civilization and culture and people like they get kind of too high on the hog and then they suffer for their pride. You know what I'm saying? And unless it really is like unless really like the Messiah shows up or Jesus comes back with a sword or whatever it is that we're waiting on, unless that really happens, well, then I'll stand back and I'll be like, OK, I was wrong. <laughs> but like if not, it's just going to be another one of those like, you know, in 200 years, it's going to be like, oh, that's. You know, they did this, and they're now paying. They paid the price for it, yeah. and it's really, it's really unfortunate on all sides because the thing hasn't played out either. You know what I'm saying? Like Israel, if they alienate enough people in America or whatever, which I think like a good chunk of America is like ready to like stop, but at least paying for this with this thing going on in in, in Gaza, yeah. they're surrounded by enemies. You know what I'm saying? And, like, they, without our support, like, it's a more precarious thing than it is right now. And it's not like the first time that somebody from Persia has come across and been like, hey, you're going to go live in Babylon for 500 years, motherfuckers. Mm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, we're going to we're gonna cut the lawn yeah. in Jerusalem. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and there's a bunch of folks that are just ready to do that, you know? Yeah. And, even, and even from my friends that I have in Turkey and stuff, who were super secular at the beginning of this sort of thing. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, I'm so glad that we've started. We've reopened our negotiations with Israel and all that sort of. I've talked about it when that was, times were good when I was first there. You know, and like Israel and Turkey had started talking again for a long time and the Abrahamic hordes had happened. And they were all fucking way into it. They're like, Israel would be the best trading partner that we could possibly have in the Middle East. You know what I'm saying? And like, we're going to be able to like, push the fucking Greeks out if we get in with the Israelis and all. I mean, they're all still being a bunch of Middle East, Middle Middle East, like wanting to fuck everybody. Everybody's got to be fucking somebody at right. some point there, you know, but like they were really ready to get on board with the Israelis and fuck the Greeks, you know what I'm saying? Or fuck the Egyptians or whoever's trying to get that natural gas off the coast of Israel. Um, but now they've all moved to this point like we're ready to start bombing them whenever. You know what I'm saying? If we didn't think the repercussions were going to... I mean, if, if I think if Turkey didn't think the repercussions were going to be so bad for them, they would have already started attacking Israel. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think most of the other countries are about that same. At least the general populace is that sort of thing. And that's not good. No, you know, that's, that's bad. Not for, that's not good for anyone. No, I feel... And it's... It, you know what's bad also is how like detached i feel from any like actual feeling of the situation i think it's healthy i mean it's a sign that you have other things going on that are actually tangible to your life yeah you know what i'm saying you're kind of trying to build a life you know right now and like you really shouldn't be worrying about stuff that happens 
a couple thousand miles away from you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm kind of an old, bitter Fox News man. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm not really turning into, but I'm turning into my equivalent of that. You know what I'm sure. saying? Where I'm just kind of, I, I pay a little bit more attention to the news than I need to and get a little bit more involved in it because I don't got a lot going on. Right? I mean, it is entertaining, like in a but sick way, I guess. But You have more important shit to, if you make a good life and have like some kids that you raise up right, like that's way more important than worrying about whatever's happening in the Middle East. Yeah. You know, I mean, I wouldn't be pro genocide. No, I'm, you know, I'm not. I mean, like I would kind of steer clear of like being sometimes. Cool with ki- sometimes, kids though, the, the the apathy uh, when I hear just over and over again about just like the it's just like a situation that is this tangled knot of like bloodshed and it you know pretty much has right. been for right like a hundred years now or whatever it's unsolved it's unsolved yeah it's unsolvable it just you know it makes me throw my hands up and i think there's a lot of people like in the u.s who have this general opinion where it's just like a like when you try to explain to me like the root cause of this situation and the injustices like it it doesn't makes sense and so i'm just kind of like i'm like yes let's let's stop giving him money but like let's just stay out of it like we're talking about two people who are like you said arguing about like lord of the rings but on like some sort of biblical Mm -hmm. scale and so just like all right you guys have it out you know what i mean it's kind of how i feel and sucks that um you know sucks that israel's so powerful you know, good luck taking them on, you guys. But if you really want to, you know, you, you really want your sacred rock or whatever, then go for it. But you're probably going to, a lot of kids are going to die because you want your, you, you want your sacred rock and like, you know, go for it and everything. But it's like, don't also be like, we are victims because it's like, I, there are victims involved, but it's like a lot of this. It's like some someone has to stop, right? Someone has to be like, "All right, you know what? Never mind." <laughs> you know about the the rock like never mind about that. And it's just like you right. know um Yeah, I think um, But I wouldn't. Like I get it. I'm sorry. I I get it. Like if if they bombed my family, I'd be like, "I I kill your family for generations." You know, I I get it. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing that solves it. You know what I mean? Like, you go for generations without war, mm-hmm. and then people start to forgive each other. Right. I mean, it's like, the, it's like the English and the French. Right. You know, I mean, those fuckers hated each other as much as anybody's ever hated anybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No problem. Right. right? But, you know, with, like, the way things have went, they have not had any, like, wars to speak of in, like, about 200 years mm-hmm. or so, which is two or three generations. Mm-hmm. And now they can kind of coexist somewhat. Yeah, they just reasonably. yeah they just like make fun of each other now. They make fun of yeah. each other, right? And, and 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 in my opinion, that's the only way that you're going to like make it any better. There is just like stop killing. Yeah, if you can just stop the killing yeah. of each other, you know what I'm saying, and all of the rest of it, kind of like just let it work its way out. Um, through whatever negotiations or even hardships or whatever it is, you know, have to relocate people or whatever, but just like stop killing each other's families right. 
for a few hundred years and then people can kind of be like okay again yeah you know what i'm saying and that's it, it just is not one of those things that's going to be like an immediate um fix right you know i mean like israel has got some weird it's it's just a weird unique it's a weird, unique country in a way that we don't really know how that's going to work right. out. Because it's a country founded by another country. Right. And then just a bunch of people that aren't genetically connected to that part of the world moving there from Eastern Europe. Well, the theory um, is that they are, but it's just like a yeah, little... Yeah, but genetically, it's not really... It, they, they're not it's really... It's not provable. Not not really very provable i mean most of those jews were converts right. of eastern european folks you know what i'm saying nothing against them but i mean it's um it's just a very odd it's a very odd thing and it's and i don't think they're colonizers because it's too weird for colonizers you know what i'm saying yeah. it's, it's a weird like artificial constructed thing that has just gone off the gone off the rails yeah, agreed you know, um, because it's been taken hostage by some Lord of the Rings motherfuckers. Right. On both sides. Yeah. You know, on both sides. And now everybody's pissed off because they get their families killed. Yeah. So, again, like, I think the only solution to it is just, like, stop killing each other um, and let fucking shit calm down for a couple hundred years. Yeah. You know, because I don't think the Jews have anywhere to go because they've been there for generations now. They live there as much as anybody lives there. You know what I'm saying? If you're born somewhere, yeah. that's your home. Right. I mean, it doesn't matter where your grandparents came from. I don't think. But again, I'm a I'm a child of immigrants from other I'm a, from like you know two or three generations in to America. Like I, my my half of my family has nothing to do with like the civil war or any of that stuff they all arrived here in the fucking 30s right in the 50s well okay so here's here's another potentially bad take um <laughs> here's another potentially bad take but um what like is it maybe a kind of like rite of passage of a people to be like oppressed and then kicked out of the place that they're like is their quote unquote homeland, you know? And like now with like the happening to the Gaza people, it's like we're like, all right, nope, welcome to the welcome to the club. Because I hear a lot of people being like, you know, our children won't know like where they're from. Like I don't like my family I think is like from Ireland, but like I don't, you know, I don't fucking have like uh, uh, everyone in yeah, America well, is like a, a person with no land, like a person with no home right, kind right. of a thing. For sure. You for know, sure. and, and, but I mean, not that it's, it's hard for us. It's hard for us to really get it on the level that they get it. You know, as far as like where you're from. Right. Doesn't mean the same thing. Yeah. Like why fight? Like I would just leave. Like, oh, but, but yeah. they can't. Right. And that is fucked, you know, but like it's right. They can't. And yeah. So that, that's like, let them leave, you know? Like just or I don't know. It's like if okay, or at least give them at least give them like food and electricity. Yeah, give them food. You know, water. Yeah, and like you know, I yeah, mean, don't. It's gonna it's gonna get really. It's it's at the point now that it's really like people are gonna start starving to death pretty soon. Yeah, and then it's gonna. I mean, there's the population is gonna drop like fucking crazy. You know, um, 
but you're right. I mean, like, it's a totally different deal yeah. in the Middle East, especially. It, it's, it's even more so than Europe, you know, because, like, even Europe, they kind of move around a little bit more than they do in the Middle East. You yeah. know, like, you are, if you've been, you're, you're fucking family's been there your house has been your house in your family for 600 years right you know something like that yeah and um you can't you just it's just not like it's just not something like the idea of leaving is just not you know what i mean it's just not like they'll, they'll come like even in turkey they'll go to germany to work and make money but like they all come back right you know I mean, it, it's like there's there's home and that's it right really you know, and it's it's a, just a different mentality, and um, I mean, I, I respect it. It does kind of yeah. seem like I get it, but it also, on another hand, seems like a little bit like I don't know. Part of me feels like it's like a little childish. You know, it is like no, no. It's I live here. It's like I can't live anywhere else. It's like this place has water and sun as well, and you're just like just because your mom. Your grandpa was born here. Like you have to hold on to this land because it's like in your blood or something. But I'm like, but but who's making who's making you leave and why? Yeah, that's true. That's a good question. You know, I'm saying if you want to move on your own accord, that's one thing. But you know, like if some people from Brooklyn show up and they're just like, yeah, you know, we're gonna live in your house now. Yeah. You know, and you're gonna move to Gaza. Right. You know, because that's the place that we have for you, and we're just going to take your house. Right. Like, that's a different deal. Yeah, that would you know suck. I'd be so pissed. Yeah, and that fucking, that fucking totally happens. Yeah. You know? Because um, they always make that, like, claim that, you know, the Gazans, like, if it's a genocide, then why did they go from, like, 100,000 people living in Gaza to being 2.2 million people living in Gaza, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's because they kicked the palestinians out of the rest of the country right. and they pushed them all into gaza and the west bank right. so of course the population went up and they you know again like it's not it's 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 a weird deal because like it's 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 an open air prison but at the same time palestinians have the highest one of the highest rates of literacy in the world and also one of the highest levels of like college education in the world what really yeah, no, it's crazy the number of, like, doctors and, like, just super educated people in Palestine, um, in Gaza, there are, for it being also supposedly an open-air open air prison for the last, whatever, 20 years. Right. You know, so there's some incongruities on all sides, yeah. you know, um, and there's a lot of child, I mean, if, if, it, if it wasn't a bunch of childish shit, like, they would have, like, went in and like surgically tried to take out Hamas they would have they would have already had a two state solution or some other solution you know what I'm saying they would be working they could have figured it out 20 years ago when I was in high school it was seemed like it was close you know Um, but they're they're not interested they're interested in fighting yeah I mean on both sides there's a core group of people that will never let it go if they can let it go because that's their ticket to political power So, like, even if they don't believe in the Lord of the Rings bullshit, they know they can make some fucking money off of that crap. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they're going to continue to do so. And what also, since we're we're kind of talking about the news as well, like, what... We need to come up with a word for 
whatever the news cycle is, I guess it's like the fast news cycle that I feel like this is a part of where, um, you know, where uh, the, the beginning of a new story covers up the end of the previous story. Like none of these, obviously, I guess in life, like nothing is concluded simply, but it, it always feels like, you know, before we could really get to like the journalistic, like wrap up of COVID where they're like, some things start coming out that, oh, man made and oh, the conclusions are really boiling to the surface. Like naturally. Oh, it's Ukraine. Yeah. It's Ukraine. Ukraine. It's Ukraine, yeah. you know, and. And now that Ukraine's wild yeah. down, we're like, oh, that was super corrupt, and who knows why? Yeah, you know, wait, like, why did that happen? Maybe Putin was yeah. right. You know, all this yeah. shit, you know, and then all of a sudden it's, it's Israel, you know, Israel. Yeah, yeah. and so yeah. you know, obviously the 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 there's like the natural, or maybe not natural, but the the easiest conclusion is that it's all you know like an orchestrated news cycle but then that's actually not very easy because it's like what it that all of these people like control world events too potentially and they're like all right things are starting to fall apart here let's cue the slaughter and it's i am kind of i'm kind of becoming to the uh, to the position that yes yeah i know the same people that control the news and the media also control world events to a large to a large degree, right. not to a complete right. degree, but yes, they can like do. They can pull some shit. They can pull stuff like declaring wars and 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 sending weapons and releasing diseases. They can't like control every outcome, but they can do that, and then they can make sure that that is reported upon in a certain way right. Right. for the most mm-hmm. part. Like obviously, there's like podcasters yeah. and people that are going to be like giving their own takes on it but like for the most part they can control like all right this is the war has broken out and um but and so yeah these are the good these are the good guys these are the bad guys this is how it works you know and there there are a couple different systems you know in in the world you know we have the most powerful pervasive systems but there's a system in the in the muslim world that like does kind of the same thing they don't they don't have the power to start as many wars and to call the thing but they definitely have their own narrative mm. and they present things in the way that they want to present yeah. them you know it's just very one-sided china yeah. has that same sort of thing you know what i'm saying again they're not as capable of starting shit around the world as we are right. but they definitely control their internet inner narrative in a way that like um we do you know um yeah but I do think that the folks that we have run in our show are the most powerful ones in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, um, pretty much all of Western Europe and America, Canada, Japan, Australia, yeah, you know, all those sort of things. Like there, that that is like the power block. Yeah, the vic- of power blocks. Yeah, no, absolutely. The the post World War Two, whatever. And everybody has to kind of pay patronage to the power behind that, you know, Mm -hmm. like even like, you know, is Islam spends the Islamic world spends a lot more time trying to convince us that they deserve sympathy and than we do to them. We don't really care what they think. Right. 
right? right you know what i'm saying yeah. like we're gonna do what we want to do and they're trying to like get us to kind of see them as like yeah. you know as human beings you know or whatever they're trying they to do they have had some pretty bad pr i will say like mm-hmm. you know the islamic yeah. world yeah yeah they've had some very bad pr um they're not they're not um a lot of those societies and shit are not like super nice um spots in the way that we would think of as far as western um philosophy goes um but i think that a lot of that is um i mean it started a long time ago i mean in the sense that um they've not had equal access to um for whatever reason you know what i mean like but the western powers at least since world war one have like drawn fucked up borders for the middle east and kind of doomed that part of the world to fight with each other for a really long time Mm. i mean the way they drew up the borders of iraq and all that sort of stuff really kind of sent that part of the world into a weird um chaotic state and when you do that like the fundamental people look for order and where are you going to find order in a chaotic state with crazy religious motherfuckers you know and then we continue to be fucking assholes you know attacking you know dropping killing a bunch of civilians in iraq and wherever we can kill them you know and we we've done that in libya we've all over you know i'm saying and if you take the other countries too you know britain and france and you know all that sort of stuff like um that we've given the religious maniacs in the middle east a lot of fodder yeah to um make people hate us you know what i'm saying and um yeah no it's super problem problematic you know and as secular as like people are there and i mean it really is like the majority of the populations are not like hardcore muslims you know what i'm saying they're just like normal people that like listen to music and want to watch movies and whatever we do you know what i'm saying right. they're just normal people um and that's even in iran or everywhere you know they're just like normal people um they get pulled along with it just like we're going to get pulled along you know what i'm saying like there's a price to be paid for america's involvement in all this shit too that your kids um and our descendants are going to have to pay the price of yeah. you know i mean like it's um it's uh it's too bad on a lot of levels but again like spencer as far as like you being worried about it like it doesn't it doesn't matter i don't know why i'm so worried about it it doesn't yeah. I, I can't do much I'm, you know what i'm, I'm saying? truly not i'm i'm truly not that worried about it like i'm i'm upset on like this like theoretical level the way that you are maybe not to the same degree but like i'll listen to some stuff and i just really find it all like fascinating and i feel guilty that i'm in the position where i can just be like hmm, fascinating all right on with my day you know like well i mean you kind of have to be yeah because you're kind of like right in that Jew goyim vortex you know what I'm saying where you got a little bit of both flying through mm-hmm. you you know what I'm saying sure. and it's hard to like you know yeah. I mean because it's 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 just a it's a difficult thing to navigate you know because yeah. I know you're not like pro killing kids or any of that sort of stuff but at the same time like you got a lot of 
you got a lot of Jew in you, and there's no reason to be like, there's no reason to be ashamed of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, there's a lot of people that would try to like associate that with everything, and that's just not what's going on. Right. The problem, the problem there is all political. You know, right. even though it's it's being motivated by Lord of the Rings fucking mentality, like the solution is not Lord of the Rings. The solution is fucking political shit, and they're asshole. You're being an asshole on a military diplomatic level right. it's not because your religion is full all religions are full of shit right. to a certain extent right it's all the boogeyman and fucking bullshit right, right. on every side yeah. so like it's just a bunch of like politicians and military motherfuckers being assholes on both sides and it's really one-sided and unfortunate right now for a lot of innocence innocent muslim people yeah. um and that is what you know we got to stop but like yeah no i yeah i agree i mean i think that there's um this this guy was talking about um islamophobia the imam you know and i was thinking about yeah. it and i was like you know like i i think i if we're going to if we're going to like you know label these various kinds of like prejudice or whatever like I'd be willing to admit that I have at least some degree of Islamophobia, even though it's really sure. more of like extremophobia. But mm -hmm. I think extremism, at least in the U.S., has uh, been a lot more tied to um, Islam, you know, because of like 9-11 and stuff like that and other... Yeah. Oh, other, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right? And, and yeah. I'm even someone who, for the most part, like, you know, has historically subscribed to the U.S. government did 9-11 kind of a thing, you know? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. even as someone who doesn't subscribe and, and that we went to war, you know... But there were, a lot of, there were a lot of people throughout the Middle East that were throwing big street parties right after that happened. True. Whether the United States was in charge of it or <laughs> yeah. not. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, it, was, um, it, was, it was greeted in a very, like, you know, they don't maybe like us very much kind very, of way. Very, you know? very true. For sure. Yeah. Um, and so... And yeah. yes. Well... And I, and I agree too. I was the same. I mean, like I, I had a lot of Islamophobia, and there's still parts of it that I totally. It's kind of like black neighborhoods. You right. know what I'm saying? I'm not like, I, I'm aware. Yeah. You know, and I'm. I, I, I mean, like it's not. It's. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I don't know that I'm like phobic of it, but like I know where not to drive my car. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's kind of how it feels. Where it's like. Um... And I don't think you're like a lot of people that are just like, oh, well, all Muslims need to be fucking liquidated no. and like they're awful and any of that sort of stuff. But you're like, you know, I, I don't think you're as educated as I am because I've been there a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And I've studied it a little bit more. And that's fine mm -hmm. because you've had no reason to study it or any of that sort of thing. And so you can kind of like it seems a, a lot more like it was before I got there. I thought that everybody was going to be a little more extreme. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I thought I was going to catch like, Oh, American, what are you doing in our country? You're going to come take over. They tell me about George Bush or you defend this or that sort of thing. Right. I thought a lot, they were going to be a lot more focused on how much they hated America, you know? Yeah. Um, and it just wasn't the case. You know, they were way more Western and just like us than, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Than I ever thought. And that gave me like a lot, kind of a pause in the sense that maybe we're being sold a bill of goods about a lot of this stuff. Mm. You know? Yeah. And um, I don't know. I mean, I don't think that you're, um, 
I've never gotten that from you at all. No, you know what I'm I, I'm like, not, I've never gotten that from you I'm at not, all. But uh, and I've I've been uh, you know to the Middle East as well, and I had a great time there. And it, you've been to Israel? No, I've just been. To, I mean, I guess not the Morocco. I've been Morocco. to Morocco. I've been to the. Oh, yeah. I've been to the Islamic world, and it was sick, you know. And yeah, so I'm believe me, I'm not. And people are kind yeah. and friendly, and yeah, I mean, they want they want your money just like everywhere else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, but there's just those things about like the religion itself, where you're like, huh? Like, do you really like you really want to? like do this you know what i mean and i guess that it does just boil down to extremes you know um well i mean yeah i mean what do you mean like in their religion they want to like make everyone muslim well there's that, what, that. Or, or... there's like there's the they they, they got a good amount of like the, the fire and brimstone stuff mm-hmm. happening even though like i've heard people try to like spin it and it's like and, and all of the the books have that shit going on, oh, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. For sure. But yeah, you know, there's just some of the more like uh, what seem to be maybe like archaic, like Sharia law type stuff where the women can't drive or or, or yeah. go to school and stuff. And I'm like, well, okay, like if, if that is going to spread across the world, like... That's probably that's maybe yeah that's not a great thing, um, even though Absolutely. even though me personally, I'm of the <laughs> you're fine. You're, you're me personally, fine I'm the I'm the right gender <laughs> for that to be spreading across the world Absolutely. and to yeah, to, uh-huh, to uh-huh. make use of it. But still, in my in my um, uh, uh, kindness, in my ever flowing kindness, I think that it would still. Maybe I don't know that it's the it'd right a, direction. It'd be a bummer for a. It'd be a bummer for a lot it'd of be people. A bummer for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, they do take their their book a lot more seriously than most people in um, the other two religions take it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess you've got some Hasidic folks that really that really follow that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, and then yeah. you've got some like hardcore Christian folks. Mm-hmm you know that really follow it you know but as far as like big groups where you can get like the whole town to decide that it's not okay for women to show their face on the street or they get beat with a belt right. you know that's happening in the islamic world right. you know, only i mean pretty much only other than maybe some villages in africa that have their own like that are pretty locked down as far as local customs and that sort of stuff you know what i'm saying that's really only happening in the islamic world and yeah, you know, I mean, it is more primitive in that sense than than us, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I feel that like the more we bomb them, the more we push them back into that. You know, the more they hate the West, the more they're like, "This is better." Everything right. we can do that's not the West is better. So true. Yeah. You know. Well, and that's another thing and, that I think caught. Sorry. No. Keep keep going. And I think you can look at Western society and how happy and adjusted most of us are. And there's a good argument to be in like, hey, you know, maybe um, some of these traditions, some of this traditional shit's not so bad. Right. And there has been. That's the impression when I came back from Turkey, I felt like maybe some of that traditional shit's not so bad. Right. 
and so maybe it is uh, a fear on that level too of being like i am a a western pig you know what i mean like you you yeah. you figured me out like you you guys have our number and you're trying to like stand up to it and and take yeah. it down by any means necessary and and deep down i know that i am like a a gluttonous heathen you know yeah. and well in the same sense that you can look at them and go you're kind of a primitive lord of the rings motherfucker fool yeah, you know what i'm right. saying and you'd be right yeah. in that and they can look at you and you're kind of like a devil pig fucker yeah. moralist compassless <laughs> piece of shit yeah. and they would have some truth to that as well right. you know what i'm saying and the truth kind of hurts right and the natural inclination of people that towards people that tell the truth is to hate their fucking guts yeah true huh you know so so, so like, we're just really different but, and we we tell the truth about each other in some mean ways and that's why we hate each other and that's why we hate <laughs> each, and, and the more we tell the truth about each other the more we hate each other and the trick is if you want to get better is to you know what i'm saying yeah. stop stop hating the person that's telling you the truth and kind of like oh maybe i am kind of these things what can i do to be a little bit better mm -hmm. you know and they can do the same yeah you know, and that's the way it only ever gets better. True. But yeah, no, society hates its fucking truth tellers. I mean, ask Socrates or Jesus or any of those fuckers. You know, like, they fucking nail your ass to a wall quick. Yep. And I mean, look at, like, the people that are victimized. Um, Donald Trump. Well, to some degree. <laughs> to some degree. Yeah. But, like, people like, like Russell Brand, like, he sure. started to try to tell the truth, and now he's all bye bye. You right. know, he's living on fucking whatever. They figured out a good. Third, they figured out a third, really good formula to, to do that. Ro yeah. Roll out some, like, nameless lady who's just like, he. I went on a very bad date that I regret. And, yeah. and, and he, you know. He touched my pee pee, you he know, and it's all over. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's, um, but I mean, like, and that, uh, that's the great thing about when you're, um, against the truth tellers is most truth tellers kind of probably have a pretty spotty background because they figured out the truth. You know what I'm saying? So you kind of have to get your, your shit a little bit dirty right. to figure out what the truth. And you don't usually arrive at that until you're in your 30s or your 40s or your 50s. Right. You know, because you have to sift through all of the bullshit and then be like, okay, these are my principles and this is what's important. Yeah. And by that time, they've got enough fucking ex-girlfriends in the closet that they can come back and control you. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if either of us became super popular and started to talk about whatever position no matter what it was you know what i'm saying if we were like just telling our true like this is how we feel about shit there would be somebody that would go into both of our pasts and they could find they could find something i know they could find stuff for me mm -hmm. and i'll bet you they could find stuff for you oh, yeah. that would make it a really busy day <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. for us uh, and it would it would be, we would be fucked and we would want to move to a cabin somewhere in canada yes very true and that's what happens to a lot of those truth tellers. This is just not fucking worth it because most of the world is breathing through their fucking mouth. Yeah. And it's worthless to even try to tell them the truth. You know what I'm saying? You're doing it for yourself. It's like forgiveness. Tell them the truth is like forgiveness. You're doing it for yourself to make you feel good. Yeah. And it does. It does. Absolutely. Even if it leads to 
ruin like the fact that you were like you know what i'm saying shooting it straight is some, there's something to be said for yeah. it yeah very true yeah so who you like in the super bowl <laughs> benny uh who is it he, is it uh it's um it's um Taylor Swift versus Taylor Swift. Um, somebody. Yeah, isn't aren't people? I heard someone say that she's going to be deciding the next election. Yeah, no, there's there's a whole like right wing fucking um, just shitting their pants over her. They're afraid that she's going to endorse Biden right. again. Yeah, and now that she's dating the guy from the Kansas City Chiefs, like it's just too powerful. It's too powerful. And she, and she and they think that oh yeah she's going to just turn the elections towards she's have all the, Biden yeah. or and now and, and therefore she's an op no she's a CIA op oh well I mean you know the one thing about it that I remember hearing because I, I I saw at the gym I remember seeing uh, this ad at the gym that it was like you know some like Pfizer like like get still get the next booster. You know yeah, why not? Why not? We don't even we don't even know what this shot's yeah. for, but we got one we coming. We got, got a new him, one coming. It's like, Get him! Yeah, and it's like <laughs> Travis Kelsey's in it, like, and he has got the band aid and everything. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, and that's and it. he he did that right after like he started dating Taylor Swift or whatever. Oh yeah, and so oh yeah, you know I'm like yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. None of that surprises me. No, not at all. Because with the, no, the thing with all. Taylor Swift is like. I know that she's popular and everything, but, like, how she became, like, this, like, next level situation, I don't... I don't understand I, I, it. it. It happened without me even being aware of, about it, and I guess that's, I like, you know, why would I be aware of it? But, like, you know, I, Jess and I went to this, like, metal Christmas party back in December, mm. and they played Taylor Swift there, and all the metalhead chicks were, like, singing this... Oh you no, know. it's 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 crazy. It's like he, she's like the Beatles. Yeah, I mean, like, I just I don't know. Like, like my my best friend paid like four thousand dollars for his whole family to go see Taylor Swift. Whoa, you know, for the Eras tour or whatever. Right, right, right. I mean, and, and it it's like last thing I know that like Kanye was like telling her to like sit down. I'm gonna tell you, you yeah. know, that's the last time that I heard of her before like she became like the biggest thing ever. Right, but that's. That's that's why we're paying all that money to the CIA, you know, because right. um, she's going to, and she's also going to bring about the um, the next baby boom, because they're gonna uh, she's gonna get she's gonna get pregnant, so like it's kind of like this social engineering, because like they're they, they're really kind of worried now because everybody's a little bit too gay. Right. Have you noticed that, like, kind of in the social medias yeah. that they're like, oh wait, I think people are getting too gay and we're not going to have enough yeah this people. this worked a little too well right right so we're going to have to get taylor swift knocked up yeah. by the football guy and that's going to kind of bring about some like traditional values right, again right, you know yeah. and um they'll squeeze out a couple puppies and then everybody else is going to want to right and um we'll be back kind of in business we'll still be pretty gay right you know what i'm saying but like we'll we'll be like you know what I'm saying well, these these, tra these trans couples will be having kids, whoa, because Taylor Swift's having kids, whoa. or whatever, or this next generation of kids are going to want to have babies, right? 
you know, like my best friend's girls that are like, you know, they're just coming into like being teen at teens mm-hmm. right now. Like they're going to be like, oh, I need to marry a football player and have some babies right. because Taylor Swift's doing that. Yeah. Just like you're like, I've got to start rapping and worshiping the devil because all your people were doing that. That's true, huh? Yeah. So easy. Just, just, it's so just easy. a monkey. Yeah. Just show him some stuff. Well, I mean, when you're when you're young and yeah, that's that really is that's really unless you've got like a somebody just beating you over the head, telling you no, it's wrong, no, it's wrong, mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, you got to go to a good madrasa, you know, <laughs> a good a good place where they beat you with a board right. or whatever. If you're looking at like whatever ladies on the internet, they just beat you with a board. Yeah. But you didn't have that. I didn't have that. So you know what I'm saying? Like I, that's why I want to be a gay vampire. You know, yeah. I just grew up with that. There's nothing I can do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then you die, and then it's fine. Yeah. You know? Oh, it's a release from all that. Yeah. And you can start again with some other fucking foolishness. Do you That'd at least I hope I at least have some wisdom in the next go around. Some more You've got wis- you've got wisdom now. That's true. I want but I'm just saying I just hope that there's some that's a little layer that's like left over. You know what I'm saying? No, I think that you just check in at the end. You have like a little bit. Of, you have like a little bit of like a halftime show. You know, like when you die, you have like, oh, you know, this is this is how it's been going. <laughs> you know, this is this is how this is how the last episode went. You right. know, and these are how the previous episodes have went. Oh, you get to see and, the previous um, ones. I think you get like some kind of like clarity about like, you know, cool. where you've come yeah. from and where you're going. You thought you, you were know? a king. You were actually a. Uh, KFC fry cook. Uh, well, yeah. In the, in the the first KFC, I don't know, whatever. But yeah, <laughs> who the fuck knows? You... Yeah, though all that would be um, that's exactly kind of what it is. You know, what I'm saying that like, this is kind of why it was all fucked up last time because of this and this and this from before. You know, but you're doing better, buddy. Yeah. Or you're not doing <laughs> yeah. better, buddy. You know, it's yeah. one of those sort of things. Right. So, like, if you're not doing better, we're going to need to send you back and kind of learn some of these lessons again. And I think most of the time it's that. Yeah. Most of the time, like, until you become, like, towards the later stages of your life, they just keep sending you back and you're going to be a fry cook again until you get that down. And then they'll let you, you know, go work at the mall you, or whatever it is. Do you think if uh, do you think if you die young, it's because God really likes you? <laughs> <laughs> You know, because he's. What do you consider? What do you, uh, what do you consider young? Uh, then I'll answer that question. Um, like, um, like twenty in your twenties or younger. Oh, um, like thirties is still young, but that's when it starts to get like, ah, he's he still lived a good, <laughs> he still had a life, you know. But if he died in your twenties, you're like, yeah, yeah, oh, no, I get fuck. you, I get you, yeah. Oh, he was robbed. Yeah. Um trying to think of people that i would be surprised you know because the people that i know that died in their 20s like i don't know yeah you know um if god would have liked them yeah, like their spirit like you know he's he's like i'm taking this one back because it's too it's too pure for this I think earth i think sometimes it's more like eh, maybe not with this one Oh, you think it's you know, like, like uh, that'll be that'll be enough. <laughs> that'll be enough of that. Thank you very much. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. It's I mean, I, maybe it could be. It might be the opposite. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. No, that could yeah. just as well be the case. I don't know. I kind of think that we're all the same person. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all the same. It's all just like, it's uh, a, someone punching themselves in the face, in the face, yeah. you know, a lot, a lot of existence is that, you know? So like we are God. So do you love yourself or do you not love yourself? I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, I do. I kind of, I kind of like that theory that you know we go through and we live. Everybody lives every life that's ever been on the planet forever. Damn. And then once you've done that, then you're kind of like God. Yeah. But you are God all along. Whoa. You know, so you are. Um, yeah. And you don't necessarily do it in order. You do. Well, you do it in order of like meaningful experience in like yeah. you know. So, yeah, I don't know if you're ahead or behind. Like you know. Like if I'm, am I ahead of Kanye or am I behind Kanye in the great, you know, is his life a more advanced life than mine or vice versa? I don't know. It's hard to with, say. With Kanye, this is just me spitballing, but I imagine that's like pretty early on in the whole thing yeah. where you get to experience like global fame and like that. Here's the being like a, a superstar in the and you're learning the lessons of what like fame does yeah like getting everything you want you know like uh, you know money and sex and drugs and fame but you have no wisdom to you have no wisdom to know what the good things are that you're just like he's like i'm I'm jesus but he's kind of like towards he's kind of in the weird in the towards the end of that process of the fame because yeah. he is kind of he's trying to wake up from it but he's still pretty crazy well he's kind of a truth teller to be honest yeah he is kind Every of a truth teller every time i hear him speak i'm like this guy is not that crazy like he, he but he is a, he, he is some he crazy. is some crazy like you have to be to to do that but it's like he's not i've never like i'm never like put this guy in a straight jacket i'm just like ooh, right. i'm just like ooh, some people are gonna be mad about that or like oh that didn't really make sense but like if someone's just speaking off the cuff like they're not gonna make sense 100 percent of the time no he he reminds me a lot of the time of kind of like one of those weird old testament prophets that you didn't really know like they're not like the cool prophets that (laughs) they're like elisha they're like one of the weirder (laughs) ones you know that are going to be telling you some stuff that like you don't quite get all the way yeah. you know but you can look at him in the eyes and you can be like he's shooting it straight from the heart mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like he's not trying to deceive me he's trying to save me by telling me this information yeah. you know what i'm saying and you got to appreciate that from somebody yeah. you know even if it is um pretty sometimes a little crazy yeah yeah but i do like that i mean i do think that like we all are kind of like you know, it explains empathy. It explains like younger souls, older souls. You know, right. all that sort of stuff. And um, it's just all of us at different levels. Yeah. And um, yeah. And I think that when you meet people that are kind of close to you or um, in that right position for like one one lifetime to help another lifetime, then you get linked together. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Because um they're either you're either like bringing that next soul up to the next level or they're bringing you up or any of that sort of thing yeah you know all of it i think even the negative stuff is all like you you helping yourself to mature into that god being at the end right yeah 
and like the god the gods that we see like the hidden masters that we see on the earth like with all the holy all the esoteric traditions talk about you know that there are hidden masters on the earth that are never recognized by the public that have it fig- have it almost completely figured out yeah you know and occasionally you meet like people that are like pretty fucking magical people that are just like whatever you know they drive a bus or a cab or whatever or something you know what i'm saying like yeah. but there's something about them that is just like beyond like what you can explain yeah and they even seem like a little crazy sometimes to you because they're kind of beyond where you're at right you know but i think those are kind of like the hidden masters you know it would make sense that they're doing something like that too because like if you got it all figured out you don't need to you can just drive a bus you know what i mean right. you can just right right you can just clean a you know you're a school janitor or whatever you're happier doing that yeah. you're happy like working in the garden or doing whatever you know that's what it is yeah. you know and that's probably the purest form of labor that you can do yeah you know and i mean that's what they did in monasteries i mean that's kind of like the the thing you know so yeah i think um those are kind of like the last and it's all just one lifetime's worth you know what i'm saying like there's a possibility that at the end of like when i pass away i'll go and i'll be in an auditorium with all the other lifetimes that are me that have all passed away too. Mm-hmm. And then at that end of it, we'll compare notes and we become God. Yeah. You know, and start it over again for like the next being that comes down and, you know, and then we're making like a community of gods through this like world, these, these world spheres, Yeah, you know, cause I do think there are multiple personalities like, like if we are all a god, we're only like one entity. It's not that's not the end all be all of everything, right. you know. And it might even be like our whole evolutionary process here on Earth, where it's all the way down to like the first multicellular organisms and plants and all that stuff. Where it's all us. It's all me. Yeah. It's all you. Yeah. You know. But it's just this. When there's other there's other systems that are like bizarre and different than us, and um, see the world completely different exist in the ultraviolet or even things that we don't understand you know but at the end of the day like we all like come together like you know yeah we, we understand like the carbon-based physical existence and there'll be other ones that understand the silicon based existence and other ones that are ethereal and you know who knows sure. who knows but um it's all fucking possible and if the universe is infinite then it's all fucking likely yeah it is yeah damn well, i'm glad we got off the israel palestine thing and ended on something that's a little more like yeah hopeful it is more hopeful it does make all that stuff anytime i think about this stuff and then i think about all that going on i'm like it's just more baffling really like why you know well it is it's all that's all things that we have to go through you know what i'm saying you have to work through the animalistic um violent yeah. Bit of and, and a lot of the world is working through that at any one time. Yeah. You know, and even more uh, even higher percentage was working through it in the past. You know. Right. That's a huge bit. And I think both sides have to learn the the costs of committing that stuff and experiencing that stuff, yeah. you know? Cuz both have a cost. I mean, war nobody wins war everybody that's been to war will tell you that nobody wins that fucking shit you know everybody comes everybody that's involved with it comes back damaged and you know the israelis making like 
TikTok videos of them dancing and fucking having a great time. Like, there's going to become a point in their life that they're going to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't escape from that un- unscathed in the same way that you don't escape from, you know, cheering on Hamas or whatever, <laughs> that, you know, whatever evil shit that's going on, you right. know, the evil shit that goes on on the other side. Right. Like, you just don't escape that if you're a worthwhile human being. At some point, you'll be like, that was fucking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know. You just can't get swept up in mob mentality, and that's not going to end well. Yeah. No matter what. That's very true. Yeah. It's but easy. It's irresistible. It's easy. Yeah. yeah. It's so seductive. So remember that. So remember that when you're going to go see those youngsters play tonight, and don't get all swept up. Oh, I'll try not to. Yeah. Oh, so are you in Aww. a mob mentality? Come on up here. Come on up. Come on. Say hi to Uncle Craig. Let's, let's see this dog. Let's see this dog. Aww. Hi, baby. She doesn't want. She doesn't want to do that. How, how old is she? Uh, I think she's like eight, seven or eight. Oh. Yeah, she's yeah. she's becoming an old distinguished lady. That's nice. Aw, she's sweet. She is. She's the best. Yeah. No, you got it set up pretty good there, Spenny. It looks like. Yep. It's not bad. It's it's a good time. It's a good time. We we made a fort last night with Zyla. <laughs> I made a fort. I was going to wonder how how much younger. So I guess she's quite six. a bit younger. Okay. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Oh, that's super yeah, fun. Yeah, that that was fun. We recorded a song today. Oh. Yeah. She she likes to sing, and so we recorded a song called "Golden Retriever Burrito Dog." Okay. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah we, we put it up on YouTube even. Oh, Golden Retriever Burrito Dog. Yeah, if you, uh, for everyone out <laughs> there, it's a new band, new up-and-coming band. Is that the band name? No, the band name is just Burrito Dog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the song yeah, name this... is Golden Retriever Burrito Dog. Well, sure. Yeah, no, this seems like this has got some hit potential, perhaps. I think so. I think it's what, like... Um, the world is needs it, right now. Is it under the um, Burrito Dog um, YouTube channel? Is that the name of the channel? It's actually under Jess's uh, YouTube channel, which Jess has a YouTube channel just named Jess, which is actually pretty sweet. With no numbers after? No, no numbers or anything. Really? Yeah, because I think she got it Damn. back in like, you know, 2008. Huh. Yeah, that is pretty lucky. She could probably sell that. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. I don't even know what my YouTube. Ch- I don't even think I have a YouTube. Ch- I, don't, I probably do have a YouTube channel. We have the idiots one. Right. That's a mighty, a mighty force on that. Yeah. It is a mighty force. But you know, people, people love that ad. You did a great job on that ad. The ad. Back when, back when we cared. Back when we cared. Yeah. Those were good. Those, those were heady days, weren't they? They were. <laughs> those were pretty crazy. Crazy times. Oh shit! Well, I think we should probably wrap this fucker up. It's yeah, good, probably. It's, it's a long one. Oh yeah, it's an hour and a half. Nice. Shit. All right. Yeah, we better. But um, it was good talking to you. It's just been too long. I think that's part of what's going on. Yeah. It's been too long. Yeah. To talk to you. Absolutely. Always good catching up and talking about politics and spirituality. Yeah. You know, we have a good time. We do. And I think we get we get some of it figured out pretty well. Mm-hmm. I mean, surprisingly well for for two. Or two, two uh, idiots. Ne'er do wells. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not too bad. Be pretty good. 
All right. Cool. Man. Well, all right, everybody. Well, thanks for tuning in, and um, we always appreciate all of you. And I think we might have a Patreon still doing something. Uh, I think we do, but uh, there's no content on there. So. Well, that's what you. That's what. That's what. That doesn't mean you can't give us money. That's true. Right. Don't let that stop that's you. That we don't have true. content. You know what I'm saying? Don't check it out because we don't have anything and give you in return. You can still send Very us. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. We'll be back. We'll be back real soon. Absolutely. Yeah. Hell yeah. We'll be well out there, everybody. Absolutely. Thanks for Love listening. y'all. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Nice. I can see it. I got Wheel of Death right now. Uh oh. <laughs>